0: And good morning, good afternoon, good evening ladies and gents. this is your boy Casanova from Orlando, Florida on this awesome and international podcast, Good Wine and Great Laughs, Season 2, Episode 14, and today's topic is Justice has been served, one down, three more to go, I'll be talking about the verdict on the case of George Floyd's murder. You will know shortly what type of wine I am drinking. So ladies and gents, let's get this party started. Let's go. Alright ladies and gents, once again, this is your boy Casanova from Orlando, Florida on this awesome international podcast, Good Wine and Great Laughs. Today is Saturday, April the 24th, 2021. And the weather here in Orlando will be partly cloudy with the highest of 90 degrees and the lowest of 73. So once again, it's going to be another hot day in Orlando. Alright ladies and gentlemen, but before I jump right on the topic, I will let you know about the wine of the day here at Casa Casanova. Today I am drinking this, uh, This it's the first time that I, I go, I'm i going to drink this wine. I was at Total Wine today looking for some wine to bring to the front, a new one that I never had it. And... I found this nice Italian one, I believe the pronunciation is Chantine Toscana, is a vintage of 2017, uh, alcohol percentage per volume is 13.5, and according to the label in the back it says Centine is a pleasantly smooth covey red grape varieties. Our wine is rich in berry flavors, wrapped in a simple tannins. an ideal complement to pasta, roasted grilled meats, and, an a- and aged cheeses. So, this is my first time drinking this wine, ladies and gents, so, let me pour me a nice glass, oh, it smells delicious though, it smells very, very, very good. Let me see what this wine is all about. Very, very interesting taste. I'm... what I can say, ladies and about this wine is, it's different. You can feel like the alcohol kicking it right in the back of your palate, but interesting, interesting. <laughs> I like it. All right. I also have here some prosciutto and mozzarella cheese and some delicious pita chips flavor and garlic parmesan that's a delicious flavor that I do like so ladies and gents let's get this party started and let's talk about what happened and a lot of people were waiting for the results so on my search I watched the trial as much as I could due to my work, schedule and other things that I need to handle on my daily basis but as every chance that I got, I was watching everything and I know for sure that all black people in the world have a sense of relief once finally the verdict came down so I found this nice, nice arc because I truly believe this is just the beginning, you know and also i'm going to break it down about a lot of people so he got guilty on all charges but what uh what is in each charge you now so i found this awesome article on the cbs news written by erin donahill published on april 20th 2021 exactly according to the website at 08 24 pm so and the article's title is what to know about charges and Derek Chauvin's trial. So I quote to the writer, and I quote: the jury in the case of Derek Chauvin fired the fired Minneapolis police officer charged in the death of George Floyd returned a verdict of guilty of all counts at the end of their first full day of deliberations. The jury had received detailed instructions on how to weight the charges against Chauvin. Second degree murder, third degree murder, and second degree manslaughter. Each charge has broken down into several elements, and each of, each of which had to be proven beyond reasonable doubt in order for jurors to convict Chauvin of the charge. The 12 members of the jury. Five men, seven women, six white, four black, and two multiracial, ranging in age from 20, from the 20s to the 60s, had to decide each of the three charges separately, and the verdicts had to be un- unanimous. Each charge required jurors to find that Floyd's death was caused by shoving. Meaning Travis' <coughs> actions were a substantial causal factor in case in causing Floyd to die. How Floyd died was a key point of dispute at trial, which the defense suggests in Floyd's heart disease and drug use led to the fatal heart arrhythmia. And the prosecution arguing. That the police restraining him restrict the Floyd's oxygen intake and cause his heart to stop. The jury instructions left open the possibility for jurors to conclude that Chauvin's actions were a substantial causal factor in the death, even if other facts contributed. The defendant is criminally liable for all the consequences of his actions. That occur in the ordinary and natural causes of events, including those consequences brought about by one or more intervening causes. If such interve- intervening causes were the natural results of the defendant's act, the Dual instructions read. So. The instructions, however, say Shelby would not be criminally liable if a Floyd died of a superseding suppress- cause, defined as a cause that came after the defendant acts, alters the natural sequ- sequence of events, and is the sole cause of results that would not otherwise have occurred. So, let's break down the charge, ladies and gentlemen. So, second-degree murder. In order to convict Chauvin of the second-degree murder, jurors must believe prosecutor has proven beyond reasonable doubt the Chauvin's caused Floyd's death while committing or attempting to commit a re- related felony. In this case, third-degree assault. The charge does not require jurors to file the Chauvin's intended intended to cause death. The charge is also sometimes known as second-degree unintentional murder or felony murder. In order to convict the underlying charge third-degree assault jurors must find prosecutors have proven two elements. Number one, that Chauvin's Chauvin assault Floyd and that Chauvin caused substantial bodily harm to Floyd. An assault would be would require a finding that Chavez intentionally inflicted bodily harm to Floyd, defined as physical pain or injury, illness, or any impairment of a person's physical condition. Jurors must find Chauvin intentionally apply unlawfully unlawful force on Floyd, resulting in bodily harm. In order to conclude that shoving caused fluid, substantial body harm, jurors must find shoving caused bodily harm that involves temporary but substantial disfigurement that caused temporary but substantial loss or impairment of the condition of any bodily member of organ and that causes fractures of any bodily member. Juries do not need to convince that Sharp intended to inflict substantial bodily harm or knew he was doing, but they must find beyond reasonable doubt that Sharp intended to commit an assault on fraud and that fraud substantially sustained substantial bodily harm as a result. The next charge, ladies and is third degree murder. To convict on a charge of third-degree murder, the jury must believe that the evidence shows Charlville caused Floyd's death during an act that was eminently dangerous to others and evincing a depraved mind without regard for human life. The third-degree charge was initially dropped by Judge Cahill but has, he was reinstated last month after an appeal court handed a win to prosecutors. To convict of this charge, jurors must believe shall intentionally committed the imminent dangerous act, meaning an act that is highly likely to, be, to cause death. And another one is the second degree manslaughter. The third one, to convince Chauvin of the second-degree manslaughter, jurors must be convinced, beyond reasonable doubt that Chauvin caused Floyd's death by culpable negligence, meaning he created unreasonable risk and consciously took a chance of causing death or great bodily harm. Culpable negligence is defined as the intentional conduct by shoving that an ordinary and reasonably prudent person would recognize as an act that was a strong probability of causing injuries to others. It doesn't require the jurors to find the shove intended to cause harm. body bodily harm means a bodily injury that creates creates high probability of death that causes serious permanent disfigurement or that cause permanent or protected, protracted loss or impairment of the function of any bodily member of organ and other serious bodily harm. So, and then another thing, reasonable because for those that are watching, the doggone defense lawyer keep saying, Oh, a reasonable police officer, a reasonable this, this and that, a reasonable police officer, this, this, that. But definitely, we all saw the shoving. it is not. It was not a reasonable police officer, for the record. And this article breakdown here it's a reasonable police officer standards. Jurors were instructed that no crime is committed if Chauvin's action amounted to the reasonable force in the line of police duty. To get a conviction, prosecutors must prove beyond reasonable doubt that Chauvin's force was not authorized by law in order for the force to be lawful officers may only use the amount of force as a reasonable police officer would use under same circumstances jurors were told to wait what a reasonable police officer would know would have known at the exact moment the force was used and whether the actions were reasonable given to the totality of the circumstances And the last part is the defense has repeatedly pointed to the reasonable police officer standard. Like I say, Argonne Chauvin Shau- followed his training, and that the force that he used was justified to overcome Floyd's resistance. But prosecutors introduced a series of high-ranking Minneapolis police officers, including the Chief Medaria Aradondo. Who said Chauvin's actions violated the department police policy? The, par- the department policy, training, and values. Yes, that was I was finally I cannot say before that was proud of a chief of police, but kudos to this brother. He came out, he showed truth, and he just said how it was. It is what it is. This man deserved. He deserved all the child that he got. And ladies and gentlemen, before I finish this block one, I found this awesome, awesome um video too that was playing on CBS News for this lady that was you now uh, law enforcement, you no know, charges uh, analyst. And I want you guys to listen to this because I think it's very, very interesting, very important, and break down what I just read. Let me see if we're going to play here.
1: Let's bring in CBS News legal analyst Ricky Kleeman, who watched this whole trial with us. And Ricky, what do you make of how quickly the jury found Derek Chauvin guilty on all three counts? Use of force cases usually involve a matter of seconds, split-second decisions and determinations. This case was different. The jury could look with their own eyes and listen when they saw that videotape. This was nine minutes and 29 seconds of excessive use of force and over three minutes after George Floyd was non-responsive and lost his ability to live. So I am not surprised that the verdict was this quick because we don't see evidence like this in most other cases the evidence in some ways overwhelming and definitive and Ricky up next the sentencing what can we expect from that the sentencing will be in approximately eight weeks as you pointed out Nora there is a maximum on the top count of 40 years these sentences would run concurrently because they are all part of one act what will happen here is that the judge will consider mitigating factors that help Derek Chauvin, and aggravating factors that make a sentence possibly much more strict than the guidelines. The guidelines are 10 and 3 quarter years to 15 years, even on the count of murder in the second degree but with the ability for an upward departure for an aggravator. And the aggravator comes just from committing a crime in front of a child. And here we had a nine-year-old child who testified. So the judge has the ability to go all the way to the maximum if he should so choose. Really interesting. Ricky Kleeman, thank you so much for your excellent analysis.
0: All right, ladies and gents and on that note your boy Cassino come back shortly with the second block number two of this international podcast and on block two ladies and gents i'm going to talk about also that's the reason that the topic is one down three more to go because there are three more police officers that were involved on this case that they're supposed to come to the trial that they're on trial at the end on late August, ladies and gentlemen, so I be talk about their own block too. So your boy Casanova's coming back shortly. Ladies and gentlemen, once again, this is a Boy Casanova on block two of this awesome and international podcast, Good Wine and Great Labs, season two, episode fourteen. All right, ladies and gentlemen, on the second article that I found, it is on a USA Today. My apologies, ladies and gentlemen, well, the article was not on the, um, I just say US, US Today, USA Today, but now it's, uh, I'm sorry, it's on the NPR, NPR.org website and this article was written by Bill Chappell and the article's title is What's Next for Chauvin and the Three Other Ex-Officers in Case Over George Floyd's Murder. This article was now published on April the 21st. And with Derek Chauvin found guilty of murder, attention now turns to his sentencing. And like I said, break down a little bit what's going to happen as far as the sentence is concerned. And the trial with the three fellow four former police officers who are accused of aiding and abetting Chauvin, who is white, and the tenure of george floyd who, who was black tuesday verdict is being held by activists who urge more accountability for police officer for police particularly in any officer's use of violence and deadly force against people of color here's a look of us next for the minneapolis case Chauvin likely likely prison sentences Chauvin is scheduled to be Sentenced in June, after the jury found him guilty of the all three charges on Tuesday in Minnesota, a person convicted of multiple crimes that happened at the same time is typically only sentenced for the most severe charge. In this case, that would be the second-degree murder unintentionally while committing a felony. State guidelines recommend that Chauvin be sentenced to 12 and a half years in prison for the second-degree murder, given his lack of prior crime criminal history. But he could face the longer prison term if prosecutors successfully argue that aggravating factors, such as Chauvin's position of authority and and Floyd's killing in front of those in witness Require greater punishment. The maximum prison term for the second degree unintentional murder is 40 years, although the state sentencing guidelines for second degree unintentional murder largely temper off at 24 years. Judge Peter Cahill who has authority to sentence Chavez above or below the guidelines. He will take the first step and establish the range of Chauvin's prison sentencing in two weeks. He will consider both sides. Arguments over whether aggravating factors call for an upward departure in sentencing. Those arguments will be made in writing. The former police officer will be sentenced about six weeks later. Under Minnesota law, people sentenced to prison become eligible to be considered for parole after serving two thirds of their sentencing. Of their sentence, providing they have they have had no disciplinary problems in prison. Now, what comes next? The other the police officers. Now, Queen. Lane and Tao face trial, and according to the article, it says that the trial of the three other former police officers who were involved in Floyd's death is set to begin on August 23rd in the same happening County County Government Building. Shaw was tried. The former police of the former officers J. Alexander Quang, Thomas Lane and Tao I think it's Tao T O U thou will be tried together the state has charged them each with two counts of aiding and abetting one for the second degree murder and another one for second degree manslaughter that's the way i see it ladies and gents i'm gonna pause this article right here let me give them my quick opinion on this matter it's just like they should be charged almost weekly because think about if somebody if somebody's a runaway runaway driver in a robbery he's in the car he's not in the bank or whatever or whatever establishment somebody's tried to rob but then those that robber whoever whatever establishment there was kill somebody and then get in the car a he runaway he's guilty as the same because he aided the criminals to get away. So the same thing. All these officers were there watching, even though they were under the training of Chauvin's under Chavez supervision, quote unquote, because they were like by some kind of training right after the, so he was basically the police officer responsible for the other three. But nobody did anything. Nobody said, Hey homeboy, you just took too much pressure, too much money. No, that's it. The man's on the on the ground. That's it, get out his bag. They never did none of that. So, on that fact, I truly believe they deserve the book to throw on their asses as well. Anyhow, go back to the Argua right here. As the all former officers would have faced the same maximum penalty of 40 years in prison if they are found guilty of aiding in a bad and second degree murder. A guilt verdict on the aiding and Abetting second-degree manslaughter would expose them to the maximum of 10 years in prison according to the court documents Indicates Quinn, Lane, and Thao were fired along with Chauvin on the, one day after Floyd died last Memorial Day. Soon afterward, prosecutors leveled criminal charges against the four. At the time of Floyd's death, Chauvin was by far the most experienced officer in the group, with 19 years on the force. He also held the status of the field training officer. Think about that, ladies and gentlemen. He was training, that's another thing, too. He was training the rookies, the new police officers, on how to do the job. Then... There yeah, are a lot of complaints. Excuse me. These chips are delicious. You gotta get it. I couldn't resist to give some. <laughs> Anywho, so he was responsible for training. I just think about it. all the other shenanigans that he did under the rug that he was he did not get caught. In 19 years because he he was a troubled police officer the department knew about his reputation so i truly believe as a matter of fact i read something today on the the news related to that some other charges related to the violence that he committed against another black person before uh, the the murder of george floyd so stay tuned for some more information and I will give update about that once come because I believe, if I'm not mistaken, the Department of Justice is, is looking into it. So that more charges come to his ass. Wonderful. Continuing. Quinn twenty-seven, Lane thirty-eight. Were the first officer to respond to the cup to the cup foods the store, the south south southern southern Minneapolis after a report came, in something. They came that someone has used a suspected counterfeit $20 bill to make a purchase. South 35 then arrived with shopping. A small crowd, crowd watched the, as the officers struggled to put Floyd into a police vehicle and then restrained him in the street, holding him face down on the asphalt for 9 minutes and 29 seconds video from the scene with the the pleading for his life set off outrage and months of protests over police brutality and racial justice so right here another thing too i don't know if you watch this on the news but on wednesday the u.s attorney general merrick Garland announced a federal investigation into whether the Minneapolis Police Department engaged in the pattern of practice of unconstitutional and unlawful policing. The guilt verdict of Sharpe's case does not address potentially systematic policing issues in Minneapolis, Garland said. The Attorney General said, "In the civil inquiry, we reveal allegations of excessive force by Minneapolis police officer. The scope of the inquiry will also include the police actions during the month of protests that followed, that followed Floyd's death." Quote: "If the Justice Department concludes there that there were there there is reasonable cause to believe there is." A pattern of or practice of unconstitutional and unlawful policing, we will issue a public report of our conclusion God say In addition, to the new prop, Justice Department already conducted a civil rights investigation to flush death. And finally, ladies and the Minneapolis police chief Medari Arondo and other senior police officials testify against Charlie during the former. Officer's trial saying his action went against departmental police policies and training Yes, ladies as you can see there are more to come And like I said before I truly believe that these other three officers deserve to give uh... (sighs) Let me just say if shop shall begin 40 years they deserve 30. I give, <laughs> I give them a 10% not 10%, a 10 years discount on their sentences. Because that's another thing to two of those police officers were minority, one was black, another one was Asian. You know, and to me it doesn't make any sense Whatsoever, and I discussed that when I talked about, you no know, the hate against Asians, Americans, on my podcast, you know, because, <sighs> come on, man, you're all minority, man. I mean, I can I cannot judge. Jam- okay, two things: I cannot judge the whole race of uh, the whole ethnicity of a group of people related based on the behavior of one person. That doesn't make any sense but the same token okay, you know how can we unify the minority if you see an example excuse me an example of a asian or black person doing some shenanigans that doesn't make any sense against another minority group same way one was now video of some black people or Middle East people causing harm against the Asians, minority Asian, elderly Asian people. It doesn't make any sense, man. Get a get a grip. We are humans. You all need at, at the end of the day, you know, we are not should be not the enemy of each other, even including white people. You are human beings, but unfortunately, this human nature nature, there's a you know some Members of society that they think that, they, that we are against them, or they try to take the privilege. And I say this, and I'm going to say <coughs> this until the day I die. This land is a stolen land for the right, That's for the for the gay girl, all right. White people stole this land from Native American. Period. After that, quote unquote, everything is buttered, Meaning, you all. Uh, immigrants, descent of immigrants, so, one way or another, <clears throat> with exception of black people, they were brought here as slaves. We do not ask them to buy the ticket to the cruise to come here voluntarily. We will take for our, our, our own land. So, ladies and gents. On that note, ladies and gentlemen, I would like to thank you, all people, to listen to this awesome and international podcast. Please keep sharing, sharing, sharing with all your family and friends. Good Wine and Great Labs come all the way from the bottom and move straight to the top, reaching to the number one spot. Once again, you can reach me, you can contact me through my website, goodwinegreatlabs.com wordpress.com all the episodes are going to be available for you right there you can make a comment on each episode you flag like to. you can you now suggest whatever you can also go to my instagram page like i say it's castan the comedian you can also go to my facebook page good wine and great laughs by casanova the comedian you're going to see all the information there listen now check it out Let me know if there's any topic that you'd like me to discuss. And I appreciate the love. I appreciate you guys keep sharing my podcast episode. So please be safe, be kind, and be blessed. I will see you next week. Let's get out of here. (laughs) Let me finish this wine now. Straight to the club, coming with the pull-up for the number one step. Pushing my back, like a push I on the flap. Holding my girl, sucker up, I'm Coming from the bottom, moving straight to, to the up. Coming with the pull-up for the number one step. Pushing my back like a push, I want the